I don't think I felt like I was like. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have to change your body right. posture to fit. I love how like how you do like funny things then. Right. Like you try and reduce your spine. Yeah. Oh, that was a good stretch. I just got it. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah. for that. Yes. yes. I'm a Virgo, by the way. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you're Leo. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I still, we're still friends. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready over there? Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Always. Okay. Welcome to In the Act. It's a program on process and the creative life. Creativity does not just start and stop with artists. We all make aesthetic or guiding decisions. Our aim is to talk through the process and investigate how we choose to express ourselves and to live creatively. We're connecting with people about their lives, and that's the subject of our show. Broadcasting from the studio at Mead Public Library in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, I am Erica Hunsinger, and this is In the Act. And today's guest on In the Act is Charmder. Hi, Erica. Did I say that right? You did yeah, say good. that. Think yeah. of wonder. Oh. So, der. I love that. Yeah, I love that yeah. too. I love That's that. A cool bonus when I got married and changed my name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, I I love that the the first like five minutes that we've been together, you've taught me like three new things already. <laughs> That's, and likewise. I and I got in a good stretch. Nice. So we're yeah. off to a great start. And we met. Um, I, I'm so glad that you're on the show um, because uh, for many reasons. But um, we met at the the – it was the it was public the, libraries, the Makers Fair, Makers right? Fair, yeah. correct, right? And you were reading a, your book, My Happiness Counts, Happiness Counts, yeah. and uh, has such a great message, and um, loved talking with you about why you chose to to write that specifically, why you're invested and interested in those things in your life, and why you think it's important. And uh, I really think that your voice needs to be heard as a bridge for people and, you know, elevate and support and connect and create. So thank you. Yeah. 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 So could you do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, I am originally from Detroit, Michigan. Oh, yeah, and um, relocated here a few years ago to the Sheboygan County area, my husband and I, um, for a job opportunity. Great. And we, you know, just really fell in love with the community, fell in love with the location. Yeah. Um, and so it's just it's just been phenomenal um, to be involved in the community work that I do. I do diversity, equity, and inclusion work. Fabulous. Um, <clears throat> professionally and both as a community volunteer. And so that's just been really, really great. That's so great. And yeah. so needed, I think. Yeah. Um, and I, as a transplant from Chicago. Um, <laughs> so you can under, right. The, you can, the, yeah. the culture shock of going from a, a major city to Sheboygan is really interesting. Although I think that Sheboygan is really developing its own Sheboygan area, Sheboygan County is developing its like sort of its own uh, narrative and yeah. functionality and purpose and creation. Like we're in a growth spurt, I think. I'd agree. Uh, I'd agree. And I think, you know, I don't know if you've heard the term like Midwest nice. Have you yeah. heard that? Yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> um. <laughs> Can I say that? Uh. 
I don't like Midwest, don't like Midwest nice. nice. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> well, let's let's. You want to dive into oh, it? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Let's dive my into it. so my mom and dad are like from the East Coast, and yeah. everybody is like, like really direct and a little sharp and mm-hmm. a little edgy. I think in a lot of ways, but at least you like you know where their parameters are and their boundaries yeah. are, and then you can get over it easily too. It's like this is a problem. This is what happened. This and is this what's is, going on, right. and now we're moving on. Did you want to have dinner on Friday? You know, right. like. <laughs> Um, and I feel like they're like Midwest nice has this holding cell of of um, until it's not OK. Right. <laughs> so it's like I'm going to be nice in these parameters. Right. And you, you have to mold into that. Well, that's kind of like leading into what I was saying. Like, great. You know, you you experience the, the Midwest nice. And I was excited to have the opportunity to meet people that operate outside of that parameter. Great. People who are genuinely authentic. Yeah. Right? And so that's that's really been a fun journey for me. And even in the, the short amount of time that I've been here, kind of to your point, um, Sheboygan has transformed. Yeah. Yeah. Like like people and place. Absolutely. And so I've I've been excited to to be a part of that trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think one of the things that got to me, and maybe this is gonna tie into it, is I felt like an outsider coming into Sheboygan. Um I didn't 100%. feel like um I was welcome. Um to be honest, maybe that's a little much right now, but um it uh and I found out I think that it's because they're so dedicated to relationships and family and like their neighbors and they'll take care of everybody around them. Their tree extends and their roots extend really deep and they are dedicated and loyal people. And um, once you're in... You're good. You're, in, you're solid. You're like. solid. But I think that there's like a little bit of a hesitancy or like an otherness. Yeah. Um, that, I agree. that I felt, but um, as a single white uh, older woman, mm-hmm. um, I th- single uh, heterosexual, you know, I mean, I, I yeah. fit in some, some things and um, that, that I think this area has has a majority of. <laughs> yeah. And I think and that I mean, and that's and in, that's another podcast episode, right? The otherness, right? It, right. It, you know, when we talk about diversity, it's along dimensions, right? So when you talk yeah. about like your gender identity or your relationship status or all of these different things, there are still opportunities for people to experience otherness, yeah, you know, regardless of what their background is, right. So we need to collaborate on, like, you know, how how can we create a, a better way for people who are new to our community to yes. feel welcome? Because it was a journey for for my husband and I as well. And then when we had children, yeah, that was another um, community to learn how to navigate. Absolutely. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, I think that teasing through those things and talking about them and bringing them to light is, is so important for generating those synaptic gaps, you know, yeah. like that, like <laughs> making those connections and having those bridges. So agreed. Yeah, you're a bridge builder. I love that. I'm a bridge builder too. Oh yay! Look at us. <laughs> 
that's very so cute. cool. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you uh, like to, or would you talk a, a tiny bit about how you came on the journey of, of wanting to to be this bridge builder, to be like in the diversity, equity, belonging, inclusion? Yeah, you know, um, that's a that's a good question. Not many people have asked me that question. So, as I reflect on it, um, just kind of as as early as I can remember, I've always um, been intrigued by human connection. Yeah, um, and been inspired by it. And I've always had, um, you know, a family who. S- was involved in the community yeah, and really um, welcomed people of all backgrounds and all ability sets. And so just as an example, I remember, you know, one day I was having a conversation with mom and I was like in elementary and I can't even remember how we got on a topic, but there was someone that we knew who was deaf. Yeah. And my mom was like, well, you know, you can learn sign language and learn how to communicate with them. And I was like, I can do that. And she's like, yeah. Like, let's go find you some classes. And that was an elementary. Wow. Right? And so um, any, I would say anytime there was an opportunity for us to help others, mm-hmm. um, whether that was in our family or in our community. Yeah. You know, my mom always pushed me and my brothers to do that. And so that just very much became like the, the fabric of my being, if wow. you will. And then <clears throat> when I got to college... You know, I, I chose to study public affairs because, again, along the line of social justice and community development and sure. activism. Um, oh, gosh, I forget who said the quote, but one of the quotes that my mom used to say is that activism is like the price that you pay for being on this planet. Oh, yeah. Right? And right. so so that was that was my upbringing. So I kind of had no choice, right, yeah. but to be this global citizen um, who who was really involved with how can I make the community better than I found it. And, um, yeah, from there, I, I studied public affairs. And I mean, um, hold on a second. Yeah. I mean, that's beautiful. Yeah. I just oh, can't leave you. that moment. I mean, that's just like – that's like the flowers that we need on this earth, right? Like that's the that's the Thank message. You. That's the, the drive that, that I think is within all of us and also makes our life so much more rewarding and connected to um, – and to have that instilled – by your mom at such a young age too is like mm. um again right what did you say like fabric of your life right like yeah, that, that is like of you that's just who i am and you know when you said connected <clears throat> that also just sparked a thought that you know it's like individuality is a myth right like we are all interconnected <laughs> everything yes. you know everything <laughs> that i do in some way impacts impacts um those around me and so i mean that even ties into creativity right if i'm not sure. channeling into my gifts and my creativity maybe something i create it <coughs> my happiness counts children's book yeah <laughs> um is is a message that someone else needs absolutely you know so I don't know. That's I love that. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit more about that? Their like individuality. Yeah. So because I, th- I feel like if I'm 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 stuck on it, and maybe so I'm stuck on it just because I think people 
are trained to to think of themselves as individuals and unique individuals and that we're all really special but there's also like billions of us on the planet that have like (laughs) living at the same time experiencing very similar things creating very similar things um but they're also they're also really unique too but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, so <clears throat> as an individual, yes, we are special. We are unique. Um, you know, we do have our own sets of, of talents and abilities um, to contribute. Yeah. But it's also important to think about how we impact those around us. We can't, you know, walk around with our blinders on right. and only, you know, worry about our own consumption and our own because all of those things affect, affect how other people show up in the world. Right. Right. So even, you know, as we talked about, um, you know, feeling like an outsider. So people operating only in the area of self and their own social circles aren't realizing that they aren't creating inclusive communities, which then impacts the community, which then impacts economic drivers to the community because where you work is driven by where you live. Right. You know, so it's, Again, it's it's all interconnected, and I think that hugely um, important what you just said. Yeah, thank I agree. you. Yeah. Thank you. I think we just need to learn how to, you know, focus on self. Yeah, and 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 help self to thrive. Right. So that we're uh, better citizens. For right. Communities. I agree with you, yeah. and I. It's so hard um, because if you can't, if you're not getting enough for yourself. In whatever capacity, let's go Baslow is like basic needs, right? Yeah. Like, uh, if you're not getting, uh, if you don't have shelter or your shelter is compromised or if your food isn't uh, stable, like you don't have, you don't know, you're you're flipping between bills and food yeah. um, or you're having to visit the food pantry or you have like emotional things going on in your family your physical disabilities or you know whatever those whatever you found yourself in within in this present time it disallows in some cases like to to be able to reach out and be connected better for others and so I always feel like it's like this bad cycle like how do we then support our individuals in these basic ways so that they too can feel empowered to be connected yeah I think you know part of it is helping people uh, like understand their self-efficacy giving helping people um, feel empowered to help yeah you know everyone can help yeah. And again, this goes back to activism. Right. What is right. your form of activism? I like to say that mine is education. Yeah. Right? I like to communicate and share information with people. Um, I'm very much in the hearts and minds work, if you yeah. will, because if laws were all we needed <laughs> to end our social ills, then everything would be done, right? We right. have to, you know, reshape our social norms. So that's my form of activism. Yeah. Um, someone else's form of activism may be uh, donating money. Donating right. time. Like there's right. So I think that all of us have a hand in trying to create spaces to to your point of Maslow's hierarchy of needs so that people who are in more um marginalized communities or spaces yeah. are able to thrive as yes. well. Yeah. Yeah. So 
so that's kind of what our yeah. driving force was was like yeah. it doesn't feel it doesn't feel bad it feels odd yeah right. but <laughs> it's interesting oh, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh that could be applied to so many like this is yes yeah. right hmm. welcome back to in the act I'm Erica Hunsinger, and we are with Charm Durr, and we are uh, laughing about something uh, that things can be odd and you can still learn from them. Yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some train wrecks are learning experiences. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We I won't mean, dive into any of mine, though. Really? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Just generalized <laughs> anxiety about it, right? Like the... <laughs> But I do, you know, yeah. I think we're, we're so focused so much, so, so much, so many times on like a perfection and we want things to go well. Of course, everybody yes. wants to go well, right? It, yes. It's like of of us, we it, it feels so good when it goes well. You feel <laughs> proud of yourself. People give you accolades too. Like right. whatever, whatever it is, it's it, from tiny, minuscule, macro to, or micro to macro. But yeah. I do you found learn, that right? like, yeah, right. Um, there's a, I don't know, this is a really dumb thing that just occurred to me, but like with skiing, not that I ski, <laughs> but like if they, if you fall down, it's considered, well, you're actually trying. Right. So the more you fall down, it's like you're actually pushing yourself to, to hopefully get up. Now, it's not the act of falling down. It's the recovery. Oh, right? I love that. It's the response. Like, you're always going to make mistakes. We're Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. I promise you. Yep. Big ones. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. yep. But just yesterday, I had my own nice big, big mouth experience. However, <laughs> I... I know that um, my how I'm going to respond and how I reconnect and try to reshape it um, has a lasting effect on on the relationships that I care about. And even if I don't care about, um, even if I don't care about the person, right? I care about the person's experience to have better experiences. So even if we don't get along, <laughs> which isn't the case, but even if we don't get along, like that there are these that I'm training, I'm helping to train myself as well to create these communication bridges or response reactions to mistakes. And that accidents always are or can always have these major shifts then for um, learning experiences, shared growth. Uh, I love the shared growth. Right? Because you know you're going to look at somebody and go, ooh, I'm not going to do I'm that. I'm not going to make that mistake. <laughs> I'm not going to make that mistake. Um, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So I guess that's what I've been thinking about this morning. <laughs> We've been thinking about a lot. Yeah. A lot. So would you like to share a little bit about your the book that you wrote? Sure. Yeah? Sure. Um, so so my children's book, it's a counting book. Yeah. Um, counting one through ten. And you know, the the whole story is about how happiness is within you and all around you. Yeah. In these everyday moments. 
Um, and so I start the book out with one big smile for mommy to match mine because that was a call and response that my mom had oh. with, with us when we were um, younger. And so I just thought it was something really great once I had little ones to say one big smile for mommy to match mine. I love you know, it. And um, when we became teenagers, <laughs> it was right. like one big smile for mommy. We're like, no, no, no. Right. But, you know, but as an adult, I, I really um, valued that call and response because it just – you know, it's like her her love and her happiness, her social emotional health yes. impacted mine. Right. Right. Yeah. And um, I just really wanted to create a space for parents to have conversations with their children about happiness. Yeah. You know, like your happiness matters. Right. Your happiness. I'm, and I'm saying this to you. I hear it. I your feel it. I got counts, it. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I, I do events. With you know, I do storytelling events and activities, and one of the activities I do like a worksheet, and I have little ones say, you know, what are three things that make you happy, and then I turn to the parents and I'm like, same question for you. Excellent. I love you know? that you rope them in. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's you know, I, I think it's an exercise. So I'm going to do this with you now. Oh gosh. <laughs> Before See? you asked right. the question, I was you like, thinking, oh, she's really? going to ask me. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So okay. Um, what are three things that make you happy? Oh, I'm going to cry. My friends. Oh, I love that. Oh, I can't talk now. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's so but great. this is the type of like self-reflective work that we need. And then now that you're saying that your friends make you happy – like, do they know that, right? So oh. now this is an opportunity to just love bomb them. Right? <laughs> I know. I know. No, I love like, bomb them. They're yeah. like, okay, we got it. Like, relax. Erica, cut it <laughs> right? out. Like, we know. Oh. Yeah. But um, like my partner, my friends, my family, like my relationships are, that's what makes me happy for sure. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Now you have two more things. Oh, two more things. What makes me happy? Um, I, I, what makes me happy is seeing, um, or being witness to or experiencing, um, other people's happiness and successes. It, it makes, it fills me with joy. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and then your third. Animals and pets. <laughs> You have it's pets? So do you have yeah. pets? I do. I have two cats. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. I love them. Yeah. I yeah. Have, um, and 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 like other people's I feel like my friends' pets are also my friends. Okay. So you can my my pet. I have <laughs> I have a miniature so pincher. Um no Capone. way. Way. Oh a my miniature gosh. pincher capone. I've had him for 15 years. <gasps> It's he like my is. dream dog. I used to oh like, I used to Google um, miniature pinchers really? and like go, oh, I totally want you. Oh. <laughs> That's so cool. Capone. Capone. I have to meet Capone. Yeah, we have to be friends. He is, he is quite the troublemaker even oh in his gosh. old age. But um, I don't know. I was talking to to my friend Kelly over at um, Word Haven yeah. Bookhouse Um about about my dog and she was bringing up the point that you know your pets are brought into your life 
for a reason. Wow. And just, you know, we kind of just were like backtracking our stories of, you know, like, oh, when I had this pet, like, this is what I was going through in life. And this is, you know, so they're very much a part of our lives. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, we, Capone and I have been together for 15 years. That's amazing. So, yeah. I yeah. can't imagine without my little guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, my cat, one of my cats uh, is 17, and oh. he now keeps track of my, um, like, timing. I think, like, during COVID. <laughs> he's father when, time. Like, yeah, he's father time. He's, like, the um, – and he kind of makes sure that I'm up in the morning. I have to give him medication at a certain time, so he meows for that. He, like, takes me into the kitchen for them to be fed and, like, kind of manage. He's, like, the time manager. Well, that's you, – and you need that, right? I obviously like need it. He fulfilled a role for sure. that role. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah, so thank you for participating in that reflective exercise. Oh, well, yeah, and yeah. I, I feel like it would be – it would behoove me to ask you oh, the same thing, right? Did, I, <laughs> did you feel it first? How did I not? <laughs> how did I not see this coming? Okay. What um, are three things that make you happy, Charm? So I would say seeing my children experience life. Ugh. It makes me so happy. Like I'm almost speechless trying to describe it because – you know, just seeing them like experience new things, yeah, is makes it a new experience for me, right? Um, and just being able to share things with them, so I just, I just absolutely adore that. I mean, it's like how yeah. it's like magic, like yes, new. It's dynamic and it changes, and they're new beings every day. Something yeah. shifts and changes and grows and moves, and that's and, so cool. And just like. You know, to see their perspective on things is just uh, it's it's such a wild ride, um, and so so that's one thing that makes me really happy. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I would say I've been getting back into my artwork, so just taking time for myself to like create that art, yeah, makes me really happy. Right, oh, gosh, and now I'm gonna get emotional, but. You know, my brother passed a few years ago, which was, you know, kind of like the impetus for us relocating to the Sheboygan area. We wanted so to get sorry. closer to um, to Detroit. Thank you. And art is, has just always been a really big part of, of my family life. Like when I was yeah. younger, my mom, we used to have um, like art competitions, <laughs> like, you know, at the at the dining room table. Yeah. Like she'd give us something to draw. And I don't know why, but dinosaurs come into my mind and we all had uh. to like draw a dinosaur. And, you know, so it was just th that was just one thing that really connected me and my brothers even as we got older. Yeah. And so I remember, you know, when he was in the that. hospital and he couldn't talk. Um, one of the like he he drew a picture, you know, and it was just funny. Like we were drawing pictures of my mom, which she probably didn't like. But we were that. just drawing like caricatures of my mom, and it was just I don't know. So I love so that. just getting yeah. back into to that art just makes me feel more connected to Absolutely. him, and and you know even my um, my little brother. So so that's making me really really happy. And that's beautiful. I would say the third thing that makes me happy right now is having more opportunities to do DE&I work. Yeah. 
That makes me happy. Yeah. Um, I've been in this space for a very long time. And, you know, in recent years, there's been a surge in interest in the yes. space, which has created more opportunities. Um, and so I'm just really excited that I have the opportunity to, ex you know, um, exercise my talents in this space and just keeping in mind, you know, all of the people before me who didn't have that freedom and that ability to Absolutely. do this work. Right. Um, yeah. So that's making me happy right now. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm so glad you shared those. And on the heels of that, the when you said that there's a uh, there's more openness to it in the last few years is really um, hopeful. Yeah, hopeful. I think. I'd agree. Yeah, it's great. Um, on the heels of the art making, yeah. I saw that when I met you. In the library, you had two um, framed pieces with you. Did you want to talk about those pieces? Um, sure, sure. I um, can we look at them? Yeah, let's look at them. I'm gonna get a okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was your transportation sound, right? Boop, that boop. was. <laughs> it totally was. Can I can I lay them here? Yeah, go for it. Those? So. This art piece um, is called Alone But Not Alone. Um, and so it was really, it was recreation of another work um, that I found online. But essentially, I just love the, the idea of the solitude and, and spending time with self and just kind of uh, reflecting on self. And so that's what... Yeah. Uh, that's what that represents. So it's like you're alone, but you're not alone. Right. You know, you're taking that time for yourself. So um, for for people who can't see the image, it is... Um, I would say like a woman on a stylized, boat. Right? Yeah. Stylized, right? Stylized, a woman on a boat. Yeah. Um, very small within almost the center of the picture on what looks like water in these earth tone like mountain scene, sun, um, but very minimal, just lovely shapes and lines that are easy. Yeah. There aren't a lot of hard lines or sharpness to it. I would say so. Um, and my, my art style, and this is, <clears throat> I don't want to get the art community riled up with this comment, but. <laughs> But, you know, well, you know, that's it's, what it's, art is. Yeah. You're supposed to do I, okay, stuff like that. Like up. there aren't any parameters. Yeah. You get to make your own. I get so, to, yeah. You, yeah. I think for it. me, it's um, it's tough to like find your style because I think in the art world, right, we say like reject style, just create, just do whatever you want to do. Oh, but interesting. Then, yeah. But then I also want to find a medium that I'm most comfortable Absolutely. with. Absolutely. I want to, um, Oh, I don't want to say perfect because we just talked about perfection. But I do want to, I want to perfect my craft. I think that's different I though. Share. I think that's yeah. different. That's becoming an expert of material, okay. right? Knowing like um, just because you you may be a scholar of, I don't know, um, whatever. It doesn't mean that you're perfect at it, right? right. It means that you have this 
deep knowledge of it. And so that's, I think, the perfecting, of, yeah. right? That's the per- You want to be an expert in the, the knowledge that you're building. You're right. You're right. And I think, I mean, and that ties into being a creative. Oops. Yep. Right. Because um, <laughs> a creative is having the desire to create, right? Yes. And you have to keep creating to be a creative. So right. Um, I love that. And then this other illustration is of my little brother. Wow. My little brother, Joseph. Yeah. And it is a portrait. These are two-dimensional images. Um, it's a portrait um, simplified um, uh, three colors, uh, um, uh, a, almost like a chocolate brown, black, and a, a heathered gray background. Yeah. Yeah, my brother sent me a photo of himself, and I said, okay, this looks like it should be um, artwork. So I put that together for him. And then I kept it because I was like, it looked too good. <laughs> I was like, this is too cool to gift you. So, Well, sometimes yeah. you have to – sometimes you have to make another piece because the piece that you've made teaches you something about who you want to be as the next part of your creative journey. Oh, I <laughs> so I, sometimes I, they're like hinge that. pieces that yes. you're like, oh, oh, I'll gift you another, <laughs> right. you know, because you have to have like those those uh, threads of continuity, I think, sometimes when you're trying to develop your style or when you have your style and you find something new that excites you. And yeah. I think so much of of finding your style and continuing to create is so much based in play, so much based mm. in experimentation. And uh, it is that sort of, you do have free reign, the menu is wide open, right. but what makes sense to you and what do you gather around you right. and what's your interest and what's your focus. And so with these two pieces, you have this woman on a boat who's it's a very small boat for that woman. Yeah. As well. In a pretty large expansive space. But it doesn't make me nervous. Mm. It feels calm. Right. That's my experience of it though. Yeah. Oh. What is do you want you want to talk a little bit more about these pieces? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's my experience too. So I love that that's how you saw that piece it's always interesting yeah. right to hear how totally you know, anyone sees um any piece of art but <clears throat> i would say that i really um like for the the portrait of my brother i've been really working on portrait pieces yeah. now um more so like headshots and and group photos and why is that i think it ties into like people and family and yeah. that's Again, so right, so subconsciously, right? Oh, thanks for wow, Erica. Yep. Yeah, right. Like it, I mean, it ties back to the exact reason of why I even started exactly my artwork. Yeah, yeah, right. And there's your thread, that, and there's my thread. Yeah, yeah, I feel like there's all these cues and clues around us that what we're drawn to and what we bring into our space and what we choose to generate. Yeah, and I love that. That's like this tiny epiphany of of. I mean, having the book there next to it, my happiness counts next to, you know, your little brother family and that this is part of that whole 
nurtured and nurturing and uh, coarse. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's like that um, feeling that you're small within this beautiful universe. Right. Right. But that it's. Gosh, that's a whole topic in itself I don't want to dive into. Sobbing, like, I'm sobbing. I know, I totally, you totally made me cry. Oh, gosh. It's good. Yeah. Welcome back to In the Act. I'm Erica Hunsinger. We are here with Charm Durr, having such a great time, such a good conversation a involving so much of this, like, accordion of, of information and life. And I um, feel very in line with um, what you're talking about and, and how you're thinking and I'm learning a lot too. So it's really lovely. Um, I, we we're talking about the artwork and that you brought in and wondering, have you taken any art classes, Charm? No, not one. <laughs> <laughs> not one art class. Um, but I think that's a story in itself, right? Of course. Yeah, you can you can always create. Um, there are so many different ways to to teach yourself Absolutely. how to create art, um, and so that's been exciting for me. That's great. Yeah. I mean, we have a museum in town too that are dedicated to people who are self taught. So right, exactly. <laughs> and what materials made sense to them, yeah. and what was around them, or what they chose to to bring into their lives. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's such a great metaphor for uh for us humans and where there there aren't any rules on those things there aren't any rules there really aren't and so what you're responding to and what you're interested in and how you choose to perform it or to you know express yourself within it is all healthy all healthy things to do and um has value and it doesn't mean that you um it doesn't mean that you had to have taken you know professional or lessons for it because I think what mostly the important thing about art school is just communication Mm. it's just trying to express your ideas thoughts emotions ideas whatever it is into whatever form that people can talk about then and I think and I think it's also um about who you surround yourself with Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, so I can say, and this is going back to, to friends and family, uh, and especially like my, my husband, he supports me 110%. Oh, man. Right? And so, you know, when I expressed my interest to, you know, start my artwork again, like he got me an iPad and he's like, oh, you got to do this. And, you know, did you did you draw anything today? And, wow. you know, just checking on me and then encouraging yeah. me to create. And I think that yeah. that's really important and so and that's twofold right so you he's not he doesn't draw right Right. but he encourages me to be creative right um so it's huge it's support in that space and then it's also to surround yourself with other people who are passionate about creating artwork or or in any medium absolutely absolutely and learning from them and yeah getting their feet because i really think that you know, again, I think that art isn't necessary or creativity just isn't housed in the fine arts. Creativity right. is in everything that we do, 
from how we dress to how we plate our food to um, the the craft that it takes to drive a bulldozer and to move the dirt in a certain particular way and the timing of it, right, is like learning these things to incorporate into into your life. Yeah. Creativity um, is the beginning of everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, everything has to be created. Right. So there's creativity in everything. <laughs> Why does that seem mind-blowing? mind You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so good. You know, I feel like you're doing, you've done and you're doing all of these important, beautiful things. But Thank the, you. And I, I'm so glad that you're sharing them with us and with the community and with your family. Um, but when you're just beginning those ideas, how do they shape? How do they take shape? Like what are some things that sort of what is what are some things that you've noticed about yourself that within those you can choose Not a project. Sure if we have enough right? time. I know. I know. <laughs> but, I know. I know um, they're big, but yeah, no, so for me. This is for like for any, and I'm sure my friends will listen to this part and laugh hysterically. But I'm in a constant state of ideation. And like what do you I mean am by just, that? I just have so many ideas about things all the time. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. And so for me, it's really okay. Let's <laughs> let's focus on one idea, right? Um, you know, and then and then see that come to life. And so this is going back to childhood too. There was um, a contest, like it was a, a local contest about um, like you had to invent something. Yeah. And I remember I was so excited to enter this contest. Yeah. Because um, I'm like, I got all these ideas. Right. So two of the ideas that I entered into my invention was um, a microwave that made things cold really fast. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then the next one was a snowblower. That melted the ice into water and then, like, just vacuumed the water up. Oh. Right? Cool. Those are genius ideas. No right. one liked those ideas. It didn't make the competition. And my teachers were like, those are awful ideas. Like, you can't make food cold really fast. Like, that makes no sense. Now, fast forward, you have flash refrigerators and all of these things yeah. kind of exist yes. in some form. Um, so that was a lesson um, that not everyone's going to like all of the ideas that you have. Right. I think, right? yes. But mm -hmm. um, there's also you, the lesson of making sure not to squash ideas of children because <laughs> that, that if lesson. they're in brainstorming capacity, if they're in brainstorming creative, uh, generating uh, like uh, huge amounts of, of these amazing things like your inventions yeah. were, right. to cap that serves a, a very it's a disservice. Disservice. Uh, it's damaging, I think. Can be damaging to, to kids to do that. Yeah. I, I'm sorry that happened to you. It makes yeah. me upset that, to hear that, honestly. Well, I think the 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 silver lining in that yep. is um, my mom, you know, obviously encouraged me. Like, you know, not everyone's going to believe your ideas. Right. You have a lot of great ideas. But let's yeah. start writing these ideas down. Fantastic. Right. And so that Response. was my – Right. And so that was the very first time where it was like, okay, here's a notebook. These are your notebook of your ideas and yes. things. And I, to this day, 
still have a notebook where I write down my ideas and I compartmentalize them to say, okay, is this a community idea? Is this a family idea? Is this a, you know, art idea? And um, from there, I just kind of focus on what my target audience is and what I'm trying to convey. Yeah. And I just, I do research too. Right. That's, um, That's a large part of my creative process because number one I want to make sure I'm not copying any idea sure Um, one of my teachers used to always say like you know your thoughts have been thought a thousand times right you know it's so it's so you know I I do my research and um I just kind of I go from there yeah that's kind of like the foundation of of anything that I do I love that and I love that you have a notebook that is like a treasure trove of these generated ideas and that you don't that early on again your mother uh giving you the outlet showing you a response to this experience for um for that accident right to have this you're going to make a mistake right Mm -hmm. this person made a mistake um to use that then to navigate um and how is something that may have not have been housed like that before? Giving you a notebook and to continue having a notebook to to generate ideas into is, I think, such a wonderful idea for like everybody. Right. Um, I we talk. There's so much talk about journaling and uh, reflection. I think, uh, but I don't think there's a lot of value placed on. What are your ideas? Yeah. Write those down and it's okay. You don't have to do them right now or ever. Uh, but look at what you look at what you thought of. Right. And I love that then, you know, because you're you can do that well. Right. <laughs> it's like choose one, focus on one, and then develop it in a way that makes sense to yeah. you and to um the context of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too an, another um, another part of my creative process. Now that I, after you said that, that just reminded me. Um, I I am okay with doing a lot, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So I a lot of times, you know, your your career is what people expect to drive your passions out in your everyday life, right? So I someone, think that's true. Right? Yeah. So, you know, someone will look at me and say, well, you do like DI work, you know, you, you've been in HR, like, how are you writing a children's book? And it's like, I, I can do both. <laughs> right. You know, um, I think that being multi-passionate is a gift. Absolutely. I you think know? that we're very monocultured. Yes. In that, in, yes. in so many ways. And so that, that, um, even in uh, trying to decipher what an answer is, like that it has to be like one particular thing. It could be a complex right. answer. Right, like, that, right. That was me like, like not wanting to say perfectionism, but I'm like, okay, wait, it's, right. it's a little nuanced, right. so it can be this. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that that there's more than there's more than one thing and it's okay. Yeah. That you can you can do these beautiful Art pieces. Oh, thank you. Write your books. You know, heal my community. Heal your community. Heal myself. Heal yourself. Oh my oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> Jinx. 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 <laughs> 
and oh. so okay well what are what are some ways in which you feel like you heal yourself you know i i heal myself through like self reflection you know i am okay with spending time with myself okay that's, you know yeah and i think that a lot of times i mean especially in nowadays like with and this is not a, a, a knock to social media, but yeah, you know it, all of these images of all of these people living their lives in these picture perfect ways that are presented on the internet, and yes, all of those things can impact how people feel about themselves, right? Right? Yeah. Um, and it's you know like the the old saying of comparison is the thief to joy, thief to joy. I think it is. Um, so yeah, I, I don't compare. Yeah, I just, you know, reflect on where I am, think about where I want to be. Do you do life. that just in your head or do you write it down? I write it down. Yeah. I write it down. Um, and yeah, I just, I mean, I, I do a lot of reflection. I'm, I'm always checking in with myself and, you know, I have, you know, an amazing family and, and friends who che we check in on each other. Yeah. Um, just the other day, I, I just, you know, messaged my friend. And I'm like, hey, how are you? And she's like, I was just about to message you. You know, it's just like those, you know, those moments of, you yeah. know, checking in. Um, right. So I do that. And I want to say that's, that's probably like my, my key, my key way. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I love yeah. that. What about you? How are mm. you? How do you heal? And um, I I don't write as much as I used to, but talking with others, mm -hmm. um, connecting, and I think to kind of purge, um, mm. I paint. So when you asked asked me earlier, like what are the three things that make me happy? I was like, oh, painting is not coming to mind, but I'm a painter. Uh, I, I think of it as, um, it's difficult to do. And I feel like it's a lot of, that's where my reflective time and, um, purging mm -hmm. of things that don't feel good. I can oh, put it get into. get rid of the ick. Yeah. That's, yep. listen. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. My, my, my friends are always like. You know, that I, I, you know, oh, you, you just get rid of things so quickly. And I'm like, no, I get rid of the ick. If oh. anything doesn't, if I don't feel good about a situation if, or if a situation or a person doesn't make me feel good about myself. Yeah. I separate myself from it. Wow. Because there's no, there's no positivity in that. There's right. no growth in that. There's no love in that. So I have to get rid of the ick. That's self-preservation. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we all have to make those choices and boundaries for ourselves that feel okay for ourselves, mm -hmm. respectfully for ourselves and for others. Agreed. Yeah. And hard to do. Hard to do. Hard to do. Hard to do. Yeah. I think after purging, I need self-care. So I yeah. would say like coffee, music, friend time, and baths. I love that you said that, because I think that when people talk about self-care, they only talk about baths. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> like, I need a bath. And it's like, oh, a bath is cleansing yourself. Right, right. You, we do that regularly. I need to suspend. Um, right? <laughs> 
But um, but I I love that because self care is, oh my gosh, that's, I love that because self care is found in so many different things. It's just essentially how you find peace with yourself. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And we all need a little more joy. We all need a we all need a little more happiness. Oh, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> It's true, though. Yeah. We really do. I we really do. And, you know, I think we get made fun of in other countries because we're like, have a nice day. You know, happy, yeah. happy. Yeah, I'm to always you. like, have a happy day. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, I've been but doing... I mean it. I really do. I'm like, yeah. I'm not giving that up because I really mean it. Don't. I I want to hold the door open for somebody that doesn't get their the door held open for them. I want to to say to somebody like, "Have a nice day," so that it feel they feel it differently, and it's not just a rote thing that some company told you to say. Right. Like it feels good. Yeah, to, like to you, have it genuinely. Authentic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know. So kind of going back to the day that we met at the Maker's Fair, um, this family walked up to me and they were like passing out cards, and I got a card that said. You know, you, if anyone hasn't told you today, you're amazing, you're wonderful, and you're loved. And then I gave them my book, and they just kind of kept walking along, you know. And then they circled back 10 minutes later, and they were like, this is amazing. And it was just funny wow. that we were just exchanging. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it was just, yes. I don't know. So that was just really sweet when you said you want to, you know, keep sharing happiness and and sharing you know messages of joy totally yeah and that's what it takes that's what you're doing and that's like what i think that that's how we build a better community together all of us is like taking those taking those moments to that we're able to right when we're able to when we can to take those moments to just slow down a second for for an other moment right right yeah. Unlearning some of our social norms and belief systems. And that too. Right. <laughs> Keep that in your back pocket. Keep that in your or back pocket. Or somewhere else, That's drop it, back. fell out, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, um, I think that's so, so important to create inclusive communities. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so thankful to have talked with you today. And I am too. You know, nothing happens on accident, right? So <laughs> I'm so happy we met that day. I know, me right? too. Like, I know, me too. It's so good. meant to happen. I'm yeah. so glad, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Charm. And if people wanted to get a hold of you, um, uh, how would they connect with you? Um, you can connect with me on my children's website, my children's book website, um, www.myhappinesscounts.com. Excellent. Um, and then also my business website is www.wonderatwork.com. Wonder at work. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Helping inquisitive leaders make impactful change. Yes. It all starts with an idea, right? Yes. Wonder. So, yeah. Yeah. Everybody grab a notebook. Grab a notebook. And hold the door open. We're going to do a notebook raffle. Okay. Yes. No, we're not. <laughs> Can we do a rope? Can we do one? Right. <laughs> We're gonna raffle off a notebook, right? Um, autograph by Erica. <laughs> yeah, right. Charm and Erica. Right. Thank oh, you yeah. so much, Charm. This has been oh. absolutely delightful to have you. Thank you uh, so much for inviting me. I've enjoyed every minute. Me too.
In the Act is produced in the studios at Mead Public Library in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. More information on the web at meadpl.org.